Hello and welcome to our eighth episode of the unofficial SAP on Azure video podcast. Today is September 4th and Goran is back from vacation. Hey. So together with Robert and Goran, we'll continue to talk about anything related to SAP on Azure. As always, we'll start with some news um, from the last week and then actually Goran will talk a little about um, shared disks. So welcome and let's get started. Thanks. Welcome. Welcome. Goran, it's, it's good to have you back. So uh, I would agree. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a look at what happened um, in the weeks that you were gone, or well, actually only in last week. And I think the, the first thing that I want to start is um, Ignite. So we have talked about Ignite and just, I think, yesterday or the day before, the registration for Ignite um, opened. So if you have not done yet, um, head over to myignite.microsoft.com and register. It's it's free. It's a, a global event. Um, I expect again there are some some cool speakers already. Um, the agenda I think is not yet completely available, but I'm sure uh, here you can see a high level agenda. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think it will be definitely worth it. So just register and for for all other uh, for guys who doesn't know what microsoft ignite is this is a microsoft conference for it professionals yeah so it's not much about development and development tools for that we have a microsoft built in may yeah but this is for it professionals of course today is very difficult to say where development and devops start where it uh, or these classical infrastructures the service topics are starting but it's dedicated actually for it professionals yeah. i actually had the chance um i think two years ago or something like that i was actually attending ignite and I, I very much liked it, actually. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I've never attended Build, for example, which obviously is much more developer focused. Um, but I was at Ignite and I, I thought it was a really nice event. So I yeah. I hope that this will also be yeah. a cool yeah, it's, online event. It's three day, yeah, great. My time, it was called Microsoft Ticket. Yeah, there. it was Ticket, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was way before my time, Goran. So when, when I visited, I mean, the, uh, yeah, conference. Okay. 2010. So. Cool. Yeah. Good. The next thing um, that I quickly want to talk about is an um, a virtual event again um, that happens across the globe. So it's called Business Uninterrupted SAP Solutions on Microsoft Azure Virtual Event. Um, uh, it's a yeah a two hour series of sessions. Um, where we have lots of interesting speakers. So we have um, speakers from SAP and we have speakers from um, Microsoft uh, that talk about yeah different aspects of um, the whole SAP and Microsoft relationship, the different um, integration stories that we have. Obviously, we talk about the SAP Cloud Platform. We talk about S4HANA. We talk about um, customer use cases and stuff like that. So this is, again, it's a virtual <coughs> event. It's free, you can register, it's just um, two hours. There's um, uh, yeah, multiple sessions. So for example, the, the event for 
Europe, I would say. So UK, um, Western Europe um, is on September 29th. Um, yeah, in, in the morning. So I think that's uh, a nice format. It's again across the globe. So I also picked out the uh, oh, Japanese. now I understand what you are talking about. Okay. Yeah, there you go, Robert. <laughs> Multilingual. So, uh, yeah, it's I. I actually need to use Google Translate. Oh, not no Bing uh, Translate. Sorry, Bing Translate. You you will do in 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 uh, Japanese or Chinese, and before this, you will do a harakiri to make it easier. <laughs> <laughs> so here it's called "Don't Stop Your Business." Yes. Yeah. But and I believe Holger, you are one of the speaker. If I. Can remember. I'm also one of the speakers. Yeah, yeah but, but there, there are really some other great speakers as well. Um, so uh, Hans Reuter, I, I really love his uh, his sessions when he talks about. I mean, he's from yeah. Um, it's not IT. called Microsoft IT anymore. It's called something else. I forgot the name. But, but he he's basically he was very much involved in the um, SAP on Azure migrations that happened at Microsoft. Uh, he's obviously also very much involved in the S4 HANA migration. So he always has some really fantastic insights in what's happening there. Similarly, we have Jörg Bruch um, from SAP IT, uh, who is um, mainly responsible for all the SAP on Azure migrations. So, uh, you know, SAP is a big customer um, of um, Microsoft Azure, obviously, also, and they have migrated a lot of their SAP systems already to Azure. So Jörg always also provides or shares some really fantastic insights in, in what's happening there, what went well, what um, didn't went well. So so I think it's always really, really great to to listen to them as well. And and there again, there, there are a lot of other um, great speakers. So uh, yeah, if you are somewhere across the globe and you want to join, um, I can only recommend to sign up um, to these sessions. Right. Then I want to highlight something. So you know, we, we are, like mentioned, we are recording these um, these podcasts um, always um, one day ahead, basically. So on Friday, and in actually four minutes. So unfortunately, I, I cannot join. But in four minutes, um, Christian Lechner um, is starting a new format, an SAP and Microsoft um, podcast or video podcast as well. Um, he's live streaming. So um, yeah. I guess when you listen to our video podcast, it's too late to um, watch um, Christian's live, but uh, you should head over to his channel and take a look. Um, I think he has some really, really fantastic content as well. He's very much um, developer focused, so he is going into a little more details on how to yeah, work with Azure Functions or how to develop um, with the cloud application programming model. So I think it's it's definitely worth it to check out his um, video podcast as well. Good, and with this, um, we come to our special guest, um, and and special guest not only because he's back from vacation and uh, again participating in the in the podcast, but also um, the master of the Azure Shared Disk. Um, so cool. Yeah. So, um, Goran, in, instead of me going over the blog and and introducing you, um, maybe um, yeah, you can take over and okay. uh, talk a little about um, Azure Shared Disk. Sure. So I share my screen. So master of disaster, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the official title. Fresh, fresh from vacation. This is fresh additional. Vacation. Portal, right? 
yeah, yeah. So this is one um, uh, birth law which took us some more long, longer time. Um, I just basically published the blog uh, after a lot of checks uh, about the Azure shared disk support and for the central SAP central services on Windows cluster. Um, uh, so it's kind of quite new. Um, I mean, generally the story here, it's um, typically on Windows cluster, you have a two two approaches here, you know, what you can do. You can do a, a shared disk like here and share this could be anything what Windows cluster is supporting. Um, and another way would be with a file share. So meaning um, central services would be installed local disk, but those unique glo like global host files, they would be put on any kind of file share. So both approaches are valid, so to say. Um, generally speaking here, um, uh, file share with Windows cluster is relative a newer concept. I mean, few years new. Uh, share disk is an old concept and um, meaning even from a long, longer time, it's it's available on Windows failover cluster for SAP. So this means many SAP basis admins and techie guys would be already basically familiar. Mm -hmm. and people would use their uh, shared disk, uh, let's say in a physical world, I mean, with different technology using like uh, fiber channel or whatever, they would use in virtual world with a Hyper-V, you would have those VHDX uh, disk, which is a shared disk, which you can uh, attach to multiple VMs, which are cluster VMs on a VMworld, it's also uh, uh, can be done. So something similar is done in Azure. Basically the shared disk is just a disk um, which is a kind of uh, enabled as 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 a, and which can be attached to a multiple VMs, right? So that the, so that means from Windows operating perspective, it's absolutely there's no difference. Is this shared disk in Azure or shared disk on, on exactly service? exactly? Okay. So once so maybe let me share. I think I have a I have a, a, a one uh, opened. Um, Windows cluster. So if you look here, it's an SAP Central Services, and here I have a disk, you know, with the drive letter F, you know. So mm -hmm. when you do something like this, it's just just a disk with the drive letter, you know, and, and there is the um, an instance, you know, Central Services plus global host, whereas this is located, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. it's bundled, bundled in one. And if you exactly what Robert said, if you open this uh, on your on-premise world, virtual or physical, it would look exactly the same. Mm -hmm. So meaning that the onboarding would be much easier for, for many, many people because they are kind of familiar, right, with the concept. Um, so Azure Disk is also, this is a, a let's say, um, a alternative option uh, to SIOS. So SIOS is also there. Um, so let me also just tell you, I mean, what's new, that goes also in the part what's new, it's the documentation is also been reorganized. So also thanks to um, uh, Ralitza, um, so we both work and she actually did the final wrapping, Ralitza Delchova from uh, Jürgen Stoman's team. Um, so the, the currently official documentation is basically when we talk about the one SID, it's it talks uh, also about in the same time about the uh, SIOS as a shared disk and option, mm -hmm. and then also as an Azure shared disk as a new one, mm -hmm. right? Okay. So, so we just provide choice now to the customers. Now we provide choice. Of course, SIOS is supported as well. Why not? Um, so we we just provide exactly the the the, the choice, right? Um, 
Um, the one one interesting part is also here. Um, maybe if we go again to the to the block. Um, this this is just just a disk, right? And uh, you can create this disk either for the PowerShell or maybe even through the um, uh, let's say through the portal. So let me go, for example, to the portal. Maybe many people would be more familiar with, or it would be easier if I would say create a managed disk, like any kind of managed disk. You know, I would put some disk uh, SAP shared disk name. Uh, I will use, I don't know, let's say uh, West Europe. You know, I have a certain size. And um, if I would go to um, next an advanced topic here, I have okay. option enable share disk. Mm -hmm. And now here's interesting. We have some kind of parameter which has a kind of challenging name. Let me say max shares. This means uh, that the disk can be, this is the number um, of the VMs between the one disk can be shared, the maximum number of the VMs. Right. Mm -hmm. um, it has a, some interesting name, Mike Share, but actually it means how many to how many VMs can be attached. Right. So maybe not not just not. Uh, to uh, be. Yeah, I think we are uh, defining the pricing based on that. Correct. So exactly, if you would go, for example, let let me go into the um, into the some details about actually we are we will also mention it's just a premium disk for now. Um, we have a different premium disk which are currently supported, and depending on the size, uh, those max share limit will grow. Okay. So P15 and P20 can you can attach a maximum two VMs, but if you want more, you need to go to P30 to P50 with five and so on and so forth. Okay. So, for example, let me if I would currently if I would just go back. You see here I have five. Um, VMs where I can attach and size is one terabyte. If I would change to P15, which is the minimum one, um, and go to advance and I enable share disk, I have only two max shares. But Goran, why would I actually need to select this upfront or can I change this later on? Let's say I, I go back to this um, one terabyte and I, I could select five. Why wouldn't I select the maximum there? Why uh, would I start with two? Yeah, that, that, that's a good question. I mean, again, uh, it's it's about um, costs. Uh, 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 exactly. So the point is, we okay. uh, one one aspect is uh, at currently um, one limitation is uh, you can't do the striping. So just mm -hmm. one disk, which you need. So meaning mm -hmm. you are driven there by two aspects. One is the size of the disk or space, right? And another aspect is the performance. So because it's one disk, if I need more IOPS and throughput, I need to have a, a bigger disk. Okay. No, understood, understood. But but um, here with this max shares, um, let's say I, I start with three max shares, and then I, I at a later point in time, I want to actually attach it to a fourth disk uh, to a fourth and virtual machine you you can you can do this i mean first you need to check that the disk size supports for example mm -hmm. um uh, if you have a one terabyte yeah. p30 yeah. again if it's if it's labeled to two i mean you should you can go immediately to five let's say yeah, yeah. Uh, from from the beginning why not question is how 
what makes sense, right? Also from the number of VMs. Of but you can you can increase this number if you, for whatever reason, you have a label with two and you need three. What you can do is you can change this max shares. You only need to deattach the disk, you know, change this label to the disk and then attach and then it would work. So to answer your questions also, because we have support for premium disk and ultra disk, I'm just reading documentation. So if you select the ultra disk, then actually you don't need to select any of this max shares limit because you always have from one till five. Right. So you can change it. But, but uh, only with ultra disk because you know ultra disk is much more flexible as, as the premium disk so what we have today. Let, let, let's also check. Um, let's come to do a little, little, a little bit later. You know. Okay. So the only point is about back. Basically, it's about the limitations, right? Mm. Which are also constantly change. Um, I'll, I'll let's jump to the limitations. So here in the blog, basically we have an. Um, uh, please refer to official documentation for list of limitation, right? Mm -hmm. So there's there are two parts. There's a limitation that the SAP uh, owner, like Jurgen Thomas, would put, and there's also a limitation that uh, might the Azure um, program management, independently of the SAP, would put or not, right? So one important aspect here of this solution is currently it's only availability set mm -hmm. at the moment. Okay. Meaning one region you put an availability set, not in the zones. Mm -hmm. So we know, okay, people ask also for the zones. So we know this. Uh, I mean, I can only say that um, we, we do work to get also solution for this, but currently it's only availability set. Now, Ultra Disk, um, we do support the premium disks. Uh, you can... Okay. You can also install or configure this with Ultra Disk, but the Ultra Disk um, uh, at the moment does not support uh, the VMs which are part of the availability set, which we from SAP side are requiring. I mean, you were talking about last time why availability set you have those yeah, whole okay. domains and update yeah. domains. Mm -hmm. So we believe, okay, this is important part for the SAP overall availability and management of planned and unplanned downtime it has to be, if we do with the region, meaning availability set, we have to use availability set. So Ultra Disk at the moment does not support availability set. That's why we said, okay, at the moment, we don't support Ultra Disk in the availability and, 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 set uh, context, but it, okay, you but. can create the Windows cluster with Ultra Disk, and you can install SAP only without the availability set. Okay. So that would work, but it's it will not be supported. Okay. But I mean, if I'm reading this uh, correctly, so availability zone, of course, we are not supporting because my assumption is that we are not supporting cross zones uh, um, share disks. Yeah. Correct. And and this is coming, yes. I think. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So okay. let let me not say anything here. Yeah, okay. But, <laughs> well, it's coming. So, yeah. uh, well, let me not say next, anything. In here. next episodes. Let's oh. <laughs> but yeah. I also it's see been, proximity been placement yeah. there. Yeah. So the topic that we talked about last week. So uh, exactly. So this is another point is um, every, the cluster VMs need to be in Azure proximity placement group. So again, uh, from, a, from a Azure shared this perspective, this is not a must. So okay. you can even do without, but if you do, I mean, uh, without a proximity placement group will here guarantee that the shared disk is uh, 
close to the VMs or in the same okay. DC. So, um, uh, I mean, if it's if it's not part of the proximity placement group, okay, VMs would be close because they are in availability set, so they will be actually part of the same Hyper-V cluster. But the shared disk could be in some other DC, and that mm-hmm. could increase the latency. And in, in order to prevent this, we say, okay, put everything in a PPG, and that would also ensure that the shared disk is physically in the same DC like those VM, meaning that the latency is also good. But Goran, availability set is also guaranteed that that uh, uh, that uh, storage is in the same uh, same uh, uh, cluster or same same data center like virtual machines. So why is now different from shared? Correct. Disk? That's that's the guarantee in the case of the local disks. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. Clear. Clear, clear. No, not the shared disk. Okay. Right? So again, it makes sense. I mean, we also say use the PPG generally, you know, yeah, yeah. I mean, for the whole SAP system, just to bring it closer to reduce the latency between the VMs. But here it's more about physical proximity of the shared disk to the VMs, meaning being the same same DC, because, I mean, latency is important, of course. It would be a global host file, so the better it's the closer the better performance would be right? okay. so we do request this right um so th- th- this is these are some so meaning it's it's a currently premium ssd and it's also currently availability set that, that okay. that's the current co- context but again it's also things are constantly changing being improved so having that set for example if you would um if you would go to um also the azure Share disk independent of the SAP guides, um, mm-hmm. and for example, look for um, region and availability. Till mm-hmm. recently, actually, to the t- two weeks ago, it was just one this uh, one one region. Sorry, mm-hmm. one region. Now it's like poof, exploded. You know. Mm-hmm. Okay. So again, always always check for the for the latest updates and 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 um, I mean things are being expanded, uh, limitation are being removed. Uh, improved so um yeah definitely there would be a so, I mean, uh, relaxation yeah I, I assume if i ask you what about linux you will say no comment probably yeah uh no currently i can only say or i can quote jürgen thomas it's currently um um i think strategy it's more to go for the for the um f- uh, uh, file share you know mm-hmm. okay. here approach not not the shared is let's see i don't know if there would be some some change linux is interesting they do more or kind of file share they can mm. also do i believe share disk as well but yeah mm-hmm. okay. it's currently okay. just just more, more yeah okay. um so th- this would be um and and how how did now all together simplify my landscape so let's say um i would say i mean if we talk about simplicity, uh, meaning um, you need just a shared disk. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I put here in the blog, um, um, okay, and also the cost. Cost is how much of stuff I have, right? Yeah. Um, so, in the you know one 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 example was file share approach with scale out file server and storage spaces direct. So, meaning mm-hmm. if you would the customer mm-hmm. who are using this, um, they would have, in addition to an AACS cluster with, let's say, for example, two VMs, they would have mm-hmm. two or ideally three VM of scale-out mm-hmm. file servers. Mm-hmm. And each scale-out file server would need to have at least two uh, local data disks, uh, okay. which would be used for storage spaces direct. So meaning you would mm-hmm. have a three VMs plus minimum six disks. 
and all this you need to manage, you know. So mm -hmm. scale out file server and storage space direct is basically just replaced which one disk, which are not extremely expensive, I would say. I mean, premium okay. disk. And from a management perspective, just a disk, you know, it's just one disk, you know, so to say. Uh, so overall, you need just, I mean, two VMs. <clears throat> Let's say, meaning also from, um, I mean, uh, we're talking about uh, 24 by 7, they run all the time. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. just the two VMs, it's, it's less cost. Now, um, maybe we, when you mention also those how many VMs and we also uh, how many you can attach. I mean, you said it's two to five to ten. What does it make sense? Right. So, um, I mean, also we here in the blocks, you said we support this is one set with NQ replication version one. It's also the documentation is also enhanced. SAP on Azure will talk about ERS2 as well. So this is one set with ERS2. Um, again, ERS2 is nothing special. It, it works with shared disk, it works with file share. The only specific is you have a two cluster group, right? Mm -hmm. So now um, when we talk about how many nodes, of course, minimum is two. This is also cost effective. Uh, if you would say I would put three in the ERS1 context, it makes maybe less sense in a sense that you can add a third yeah. node or fourth, and mm -hmm. there you can also configure ERS and ASCS, but um, the in, with ERS one, um, ASCS and ERS would um, be configured actively only between the two nodes. For example, first and the okay. second. So if if um, of course you can change this and say, okay, now please run between two and three, but it's a manual action. Mm -hmm. okay. So maybe it's not so convenient. <clears throat> like this. I mean, more nodes on a compute side means. Um, more resiliency on from a compute perspective, of course. So more is also could be better, but increase the cost. Mm -hmm. But uh, ERS here, ERS2, it's much better because ERS2 is also clustered. Uh, and ERS2 is uh, if um, can be, uh, it automatically works across two or more nodes. So, mm -hmm. for example, uh, ERS and AES is, is generally configured that they are with this anti-affinity, so meaning ASCS will be on one node and ERS on the second node. But you have a third node, for example, and second node with ERS fails, ERS would fail to the third node, not to the first one, right? But mm -hmm. that would happen automatically, so meaning you don't have any, any administrative um, uh, tasks here to do. And ERS2 generally with a higher version S4 HANA. So again, you're motivated to go to S4 HANA as well mm -hmm. and to use it as well. So that would make sense from a technical perspective. I mean, it's 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 improvement, let's say, uh, from a number of nodes. Uh, also, what is supported is multi-sit, meaning again, very, very um, uh, interesting topic for cost reduction and consolidation. So here's the example of with ERS1, both two SIDs with ERS1. And another example is with two SID and ERS2. Oh, and so then two shared disk per, per uh, do you have one shared disk per SID, yeah? Exactly, one okay. shared, so it's also in the colors. It's, it's uh, ERS2 is actually using also a put on a local disk, but the profile is on the shared disk, so. Um, but it's to this percent exactly, yeah. Um, the only this is a, a bit new or new decision or news on a Windows side. Um, although technically you can configure uh, a multi-sit, and one sit could be an ERS one, and another sit could be an ERS two, 
the decision is also to have um, to reduce the complexity um, to support only multi-seed with either ERS one or only ERS two, like this. Mm -hmm. Right. So th this is also being more maybe compliant to Linux. Linux, there is this also uh, limitation from uh, earlier, right? So it's mm -hmm. it's kind of all of technically it works to mix it, but it's just just a limitation to be aware, right? Um, maybe also one interesting part it's also that you can do uh, use this also for the um, uh, heterogeneous landscape where database would be on linux mm -hmm. and use whatever so hana um, i don't know for example with pacemaker so that's an old blog what i have here a link uh, an old blog is basically uh, talking about um, and from that time scale out file server solution for the mm -hmm. central services and application service on Windows, but HANA is on database. So basically here, what those four VMs, or ideally would be five, scale out faster with three nodes, would be replaced with just the two nodes. So meaning mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. less tough to manage, uh, le less cost, it's just, just the one. This. So, mm -hmm. I mean, one one part is, is uh, simplicity. It's really simple. It's but really but since you mentioned this setup, because I think um, in, in the past or sometimes when I go to customers and um, I, I talk about this kind of setup, there's a lot of um, questions. Well, why would I run it on different uh, yeah. operating systems? And yeah. I think, um, yeah, you, you explained this to me um, sometime back in, in more detail of, of the benefits actually of, of running um, this on Windows. And obviously HANA cannot yeah. run on Windows. That, that's oh, clear. no, no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, the, 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 there is a different reason why you could do it. I mean, generally, I like the simplicity. And, and I mean, simplicity also means you keep everything on the same operating system and say level, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but again, um, so these kind of mixing of the operating system maybe increase a bit complexity. But if you have a good reason, then you sh you can do it. And good reason is that uh, Windows cluster it's, uh, for the central services very advanced and stable solutions. Let's say supported by SAP. Um, uh, uh, it has from the installation documentation. SAP itself it's, it's supporting is many people are also knowing Windows, so they mm. want to continue. But if they go to S4 HANA, of course HANA is on Linux. So okay, they would SAP uh, Microsoft IT is for example doing like this. SAP IT also as well for those most critical systems. Many customers are doing. Another reason could be, for example, you run um, Oracle on Linux, for example, mm -hmm. and uh, Oracle on Linux. Then you could also use, for example, Windows for the yep. uh, central services, for example. So that that's always. Uh, um, I mean, generally we have a very good experience uh, with the Windows cluster here and. People are using a lot, love it. It's a very, very, I would say, very mature solution. You know, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, um, so, <clears throat> so when you go back to your or new blog, the latest one. So uh, when we are talking about these shared disks, yeah, I know we we are always you know creating three copy for all storages yeah. and all stuff, but are, is this enough? From from resilience perspective, or yeah. you can say this is somehow maybe potentially a signal point of failure. So that's you're referring to this important part here. Okay. Uh, the thing is, yes, as you mentioned, we do replicate the three times. We guarantee that these are not lost. Mm -hmm. But the point is, uh, it's one disk and it's placed into one uh, storage cluster. We, I mm -hmm. mean, we have also 
cluster for storage, not just the mm. one something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's also designed for, but it's just one storage cluster. So meaning potentially because it's one disk, um, uh, if that whole storage cluster goes down, I mean, this could go down, um, ASCS would go down, right? So that, that's a maybe a bit a uh, bit kind of... Um, uh, but, uh, but I think it's, this is going together in mapping, you know, availability sets and, and SLAs, what you have, and, and how availability level you have on that and on when you go in direction availability zone what you have a availability zone and when we have this option also for availability zone then in, in general that important line probably will disappear let's say like that, that would disappear exactly so okay. with the zones if hopefully we get there something that would disappear but also even in the availability set we look for the concept to improve this so okay. to okay. maybe stretch between okay. the different storage cluster i mean the likelihood here that whole cluster storage cluster go down is extremely small, but in theory, I mean, yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. If the planet Earth goes down, okay, we are down. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no yeah, yeah. It's a single point of failure, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So, but this is also important to, to mention, right? Okay. Um, definitely. Um, what else? Yes, and um, again, also maybe not to, I was just mentioning, um, there is no striping at the moment, meaning one disk. Um, mm -hmm. If you need more space, it's very easy okay. to do it. Shut down the VM, increase the disk size, start the okay. VM, and and just extend on the Windows, extend the storage. That's it. You know, so it's very, okay. very, very, very easy, basically. Or if you need a more more performance. Um, one also interesting part. I mean, the documentation is basically also thanks to Relitza. Mm -hmm. um, uh, it's also rewritten or reorganized a bit on on the Windows. Um, again, the documentation, it's its a more kind of semi-manual procedure um, with some scripting, but it's still semi-manual procedure. Uh, one part is also um, that uh, there is an Azure ARM template, um, which is, uh, I just need to give credit to Keith Mayer from Microsoft, who developed this. Uh, basically, you can try it. It works for the ERS-1. We will add it for ERS-2 as well. Um, it's uh, basically what it will do. It's uh, It will create, let me maybe if you go to, if you click to um, uh, deployment, uh, you can choose, okay, the region. You can put some uh, some uh, prefix, for example, for TS3. Uh, you, you need to have pre-configure pre uh, uh, network. Mm -hmm. And subnets, you need to have pre-configure uh, Active Directory AD DNS. Mm -hmm. Then you just put some light on Contoso and some my very very hard to to crack uh, username <laughs> like domain admin. Uh, you choose the okay. I need something more. Doesn't matter. This should be better. Mm -hmm. uh, you can choose the VM size. You can choose between the again. Yeah, it's uh, supported 2019, 2016. Okay. Right. That should Windows. be enough. Mm -hmm. Windows, yes. Uh, accelerator networking is there. You would need just to put the um, subnet, for example, which is there in the explain how you can do this. You just call this PowerShell command and then mm -hmm. for mm -hmm. printout and you just just um, uh, just add this information. You need to put a fixed IP of the uh, ELB, which was used for the ASCS instance, okay. uh, the pro port. You need to choose the disk size and uh, actually to create two VMs. Yeah, it's two VM cluster, right? Maybe that could be improved as well. You can also choose the disk um, label. Mm -hmm. uh, and also it will configure automatically the um, Azure okay. 
um, Azure Witness as ah, very, so, ah, okay, okay. So meaning the what you would when you create click on create uh, what you will get. Let me just go something like this. So it's a two VMs, mm -hmm. uh, Windows VMs. It's a created uh, availability set. They are added. It's created also the PPG as mm -hmm. well. Uh, it's also created the shared disk here. Uh, of course, Nix and so on and so forth. The VMs are added to the Active Direct to the domain, which is very nice. The uh, disk is formatted and added to the to the cluster. The cluster is created, um, um, configured with the um, uh, Azure Cloud Witness. Uh, the shared disk is formatted, added to the cluster, meaning it's really prepared. It's prepared Super. for the SAP installation. So basically, this VM here, what I did is actually, or two VMs, what I have, I, I, I did with this ARM template. Cool, right. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So that would basically just really speed up the stuff uh, uh, um, to, um, yeah. We, we will improve it also, I believe, with years two. It will not, not be a problem, um, yeah. Uh, load balancer is created, configured, backend pools, pro ports, um, everything. It will also do the standard load balancer, not the basic one, just because we always recommend just do the standard yeah, load yeah, balancer, yeah. better performance. Mm -hmm. We are more ready for the zones in the future, for example, migration, mm -hmm. that would be so. Um, right, yeah, so that, that's also, I, I have to give credit to him. Uh, also big, I hope maybe we can get Keith as well next time, maybe also the uh, hopefully Azure PM from Shedis, uh, Bavar uh, Ramados, and maybe Ralitza from uh, SAP PM uh, HADR team uh, as well if we need to go deeper. But uh, that's also there. I just want to mention their contribution there as well, apart to mine. Um, but I think you were involved in a lot of testing. I, well, I was doing I was doing the whole engineering testing. I write the core of the documentation, so to say. Uh, Ralitza was then Delcheva. She was then doing a wrap up and so published. That if you have uh, issues, please contact Goran Delaki. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, I mean, I always publish my uh, account number there. You know, so disclaimer, 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 disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just star, a lot okay, of stars. Okay, well, one, one ugly question. I, I know the answer, but I just want to ask for uh, for our uh, audience, so to say. So uh, I. I assume that we don't have yet support for the Azure Site Recovery and share this. Yeah, there is not yet exactly. So the point is we know people ask for the zones, people also ask for the DR. Yeah, exactly. So then you have a combination, okay, I want to uh, do, I have an availability set and I want to do a DR in another region and also have an HA or I have Azure zones and I want to do a DR in another region also put in a zone. So mm -hmm. we don't have yet at the moment but it's being work. I mean, solution okay. is uh, being okay. work. Um, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I know that's also DRs. It's basically automatically comes um, comes as a as a as a question. And I mean, it's not not forgotten. Definitely, uh, it's just okay. uh, quite intensively being worked. Yeah, to enable something there. Okay, super, great, wow. So I would say it's really simple. I mean, the huge value is really simplicity. The always trouble with this clustering, it's somehow it's too complicated, you know, and, uh, you know, how complexity 
means can bring instability, you know, uh, not high availability, low availability is sometimes I'm joking, you know. Um, I mean, so, not, just, yeah. not just that, you know, for when, you, when you're talking from partner perspective, you know, like managed service provider, you know, if I manage service provider, I need, need to invest a lot of for maintenance from clusters and, exactly, and, uh, yeah. and yeah. now it's much more simple. Yeah? Right. So here's just the two nodes which you need to patch and maintenance. Mm -hmm. And here's just to share this, which is just really the disk, the, the only mm -hmm difference between the other managed disk is just this max count parameter where you specify a number of VM where you can attach or clustered VMs, that, that's it. But the rest creation either in portal or in uh, PowerShell or Azure CLI is basically the same. So, so how, ma how many multi-seats we are supporting on Windows today? Maximum five or not or more? Uh, <laughs> there is no official statement there on Linux is five. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm just discussing also with the um, uh, SAP um, team, shall we something limit here? Currently there is no limitation, but I mean the more number, it's you need to be very careful when sizing this kind of stuff. You yeah, know? Of course, of course. People tend extreme stuff just to put unbelievable number of seats Mm -hmm. um, and uh, lower the the VM size, you know, and the disk size, mm -hmm. and you know, um, in this way, uh, they do, for example, with scale alpha server like this, you know. So, mm -hmm. um, as an example, so you always have to think, okay, um, I, I need to have enough bandwidth. Every VM has a, a limited yeah, yeah, storage, course, course, course. so you always have to calculate this, you know. That mm -hmm. not, I mean, technically, you can put more, you know. I think there is a limit, Azure load balancer with not sure, maybe 10 or something like this, the IPs, uh, or maybe a bit more, maybe a bit more. This, that would be kind of maybe limit definitely, at least okay. for that side. Okay. But you need always to think how, how much is my each disk in this context, um, how much dependent I have, you know, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. uh, if you have a multi-SID like here, you know, um, then you always have to think, okay, um, um, these two disks have total number of IOPS like this yeah, or throughput like that, and that should must not cross the total uh, VM, VM yeah. IOPS and, 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 and throughput limit. Yeah, of course. You know, of for course. example, yeah. those kind sure. of stuff. So need to be careful size, you know, so because tendencies people like tend to save. <laughs> they put a low, smaller number, a low, um, smaller VM sizes, which are cheaper, mm. But then they complain about the performance. Yeah, of course. So, okay. Yeah. okay, good point. Thank you. So I think that would be kind of um, more or less, yeah, um, uh, all about the shared disk. Um, again, feel Great. free to try it on the customer side. Um, there's a lot of interest actually, yeah, to, to simplify. So so conclusion is, uh, dear Microsoft, if you want to have such a nice presentation, you just need to first send a Goran on vacation and then he will present <laughs> some. <laughs> actually, I like the idea, you know. <laughs> no, I think okay. that was perfect, um, yeah, Goran. Yeah. Thank you very much. And I think um, we will share, obviously, the links and also the links to exactly. the um, GitHub yeah. repo so you can yeah. Um, yeah. quickly get started. I think that that's really, really um uh, an easy way yeah to get started and to play around with it to test it right so, maybe thanks. we get some uh, uh, other pms to get more information updated yep. information like uh Baba ramdos from azure um share this team ralitsa delcheva you know from sap ha pm team 
um, and so on and other people just because these things are also changing improving yep. again always look to this limitation which again i'm also surprised is being slowly limited or expanded in, improved yeah mm -hmm. okay. cool Good. i think with this um we're done for this week uh, yeah. any other open topics no. otherwise we'll prepare we'll something for next week don't worry <laughs> <laughs> no, I think we already have some nice topics for next mm. week and uh, mm. the, the weeks ahead as well. So stay tuned, I would say. Yep. Yeah. Good. Then thank you very much, everyone, and talk to you next week again. Thank you. Okay, Till bye. next time. Bye. bye.